Good morning. Good morning, Rabotai. Good Purim, Rabotai. Uh, we are, what a wonderful, unbelievable, unbelievable hag we are having today. We have a lot of names, but all the names should be said for Beracha. Breakfast in the class is dedicated loving memory of Lenore's mother, Shoshana Labi. Sponsored by Lenore and Maurice Adis. Also dedicated loving memory of Amos Megidish. Amos Ben Misa. Sponsored by his daughter, Tamar Megidish. Also sponsored and dedicated loving memory of Adel Husni Mizrahi. Alea Shalom. Lilu Nishmat Adabat Latifa, sponsored by Elliot Mizrahi. And sponsored by Sarah and Shai Mahani, dedicated in celebration of the engagement of Deborah Hakimi to Charles Darwish. Hazaku Baruch Simantov Mazatov. Dedicated as a Sudar Oda for the Rufuash of Rabbanit Khana Farhi, Khana Batsima Fega, sponsored anonymously. This is a prequel to the Seudat Hoda'ah that we will all celebrate together Be'ezad Hashem when we get the full news, inshallah. Dedicated in loving memory of Ruth Kindi, Ruth Bat Gizom, sponsored anonymously. Also dedicated in celebration engagement of Deborah Hakimi to Charles Darwish, wishing you both, both Mazal Tov uh, to build the Bayit Nenam Yisrael from Joel and Avi Oster. Also dedicated... Uh, also uh, dedicated... Uh, in, in, uh, in loving memory of Lily Safar, Lushmat Leah Batchana, philanthropy reaches and continues to reach all, through, all throughout the entire world. Speedy for Ashleyma for Rabbi Eli Abadi, Eliyahu Shimon, and Mazal Fortuna. Please make berachot for his uh, for his refuah. Also by Mauricio and Laura Sion in honor of our daughter Frida's birthday, Frida Bat Leah. Twenty-three years ago, Hashem decided the world cannot continue without you, Baruch Hashem. May you continue on your path of Torah, Tovim. May you have a life with purpose and full of blessings, with health and happiness, Mazal Tov. And finally, dedicated honors to Berachah for Michael Ben David, Michael David Ben Miriam, and his whole family, and success in finding the right zivug for Reuven Moshe Ben Miriam. Last but not least, Week of Cobru is sponsored by David E. Ash in honor of you and your substantial capacity to good today and every day. My friends, are you ready for an epic Devar Torah? Let's get ready to rumble. In the Megillah, we read something unbelievable. The Megillah tells us <clears throat> uh, something that I, I think in many ways is beautiful. It says that uh, Haman, when he, he sees Mordechai, that he will not bow and he will not bre break, what happens? He gets so angry. So he comes home and he tells his wife, Zeresh Ishto, as Abi read so beautifully this morning, he, re he tells his wife, what does he say? And, and, excellent. And all those who he loves. He tells them, I have a problem. It was a Mordechai, a Yehudi-shaped problem. Okay? I don't know what to do with him. Rabotai, please only answer Amen if you're listening to this uh, here, not if you're watching the recording later, not live. Amen. So he tells Zeresh and all Ohavav about his problem with Mordechai. What do they tell him? You know what you should do with this guy, Mordechai won't bow to you? And then that everything is not worth it when you see this guy won't bow? You know what you should do? Make a tree, 50 amot high, hang him! Chalas. Okay, beautiful. Later on, what happens? We all know the story. Mordechai actually winds up getting honored by the king. Haman thinks he's getting the honor for himself. It turns out it's for Mordechai. He now is forced to lead Mordechai, dressed like the king, on the king's horse, wearing the king's crown, through the streets of Shushan. As he passes his house, what happens? His daughter, from the top of the roof, like father, like daughter, 
The father thought who's going to be honored? Only Haman. The daughter thinks who's being honored? Only Haman. And who does she think is in front pulling the horse? Must be Haman's nemesis, Mordechai. She takes her chamber pot, Ya'ani, nice way of saying the tesh, and she pours all the sewage from the bathroom onto the head of that person. Who does it fall on? Her father. She thinks it's Mordechai. It falls on Haman. Haman comes back, as it says, Evel v'chafui rosh, okay? Comes back covered in the sewage of his own family. He's devastated. He walks in the door, and he again holds a family meeting. And he calls Zeresh and his wife and Vichol Ohavav, and all of the people who love him, right? And he tells him, listen, you don't know what just happened. It wasn't me that was being honored. Who was it? It was Mordechai. I was walking. You don't see what happened. By the way, his daughter, when she realized what happened, that she had humiliated her father publicly, she jumped from the roof and killed herself. So it's not a good day for Haman. He comes back, he's devastated. And he's talking again to Zeresh's wife and Kol Ohavav, all the people that he loves. And he tells them, I can't believe this, what happened? Pa, 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 pa. And then the Pasuk says something interesting. Abi, what does it say? and his wife Zeresh says to him, Vichol, no. You were right four times out of five. Vichol, chachamav. And all of his wise people. So each time before that, it's Zeresh and Ohavav. And then again, he goes to tell them, Zeresh, Ohavav. And then he, after he told them the problem, what do they say to him? Zeresh and Chachamav, his wise ones. What happened to the ones that loved him? What do they tell him? They tell him, If this guy is Jewish, and you started to fall in front of him, You're going to keep falling. You're done for. If this guy's Jewish, your story is over. Chalas, kaput. My friends, I want to teach you a gorgeous lesson. They're called Zeresh and Ohavav the first time. They're called Zeresh Ohavav the second time. But the third time, they're not called Ohavav, the ones that love him. You know why? Because Haman is fundamentally different to Mordechai. I want to read you a pasuk from the end of the Megillah. In the end of the Megillah, we, what do we say? And Mordechai is going, he's becoming greater and greater. Right? His name is going out in all the countries. And people, most of his brothers, they like him. Most of the Jewish people, they're on team Mordechai. Rashi says, Not all of his brothers. Most of the Jews liked him, not all the Jews. Why? My friends, why? Because Haman and Mordechai are fundamentally different people. For Haman, you know what it means that you love me? You tell me what I want to hear. He comes home with a problem. He asks Zeresh, and the ones that love him, what do they say? Hang Mordechai. He goes back again, thinking that these are the guys that are going to give him the news that he wants. He goes back and he tells a story after getting dumped on, literally. He says, right? He says, what? Zeresh, Ahavav, help me out. And what do they say? You're going to keep falling. Once they give him news, he doesn't want to hear. What does it call them? Wise men. Not the people who love me. Because I love 
and people love me, they tell me what I want to hear. Mordechai, on the other hand, knows that the time calls for somebody to do something different. And Mordechai does something that makes him a little unpopular. And not everybody likes what Mordechai is doing, but he doesn't care. Ratsui lerovechav. My friends, I want to share with you something incredible. Everybody knows that this book that we read this morning is called Megillat Esther, which literally means the scroll of Esther, correct? However, what many, what many people don't realize is that it's also a euphemism. Megillah means to reveal. Esther means that which is hidden. So it's not only the scroll of Esther, a woman, it's also the revelation of that which is hidden. And what does that mean? It means that the story of HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the Megillah, his, his part to play, his fingerprints are hidden in the story. There's no great miracle. The sea doesn't split. All of the sudden, you know, Haman doesn't disappear. He doesn't uh, get drowned in the ocean or die in a hailstorm or have frogs attack his home. The story happens in the most natural way possible. So Megillat Esther means the revealing of that which is hidden. And who is that referring to? God. Because God is hidden in the story of the Megillah and in the story of our lives. How many times do we think that God has abandoned us? That we think that there's a problem and ultimately you realize that HaKadosh Baruch Hu was standing right by your side the whole time. And what happened to you, which you thought was terrible, is actually the very best thing that could possibly have happened to you. My friends, but you've heard that already many times. I want to share a different interpretation. Megillat Esther does not mean only the revelation of that which is hidden, i.e. God's fingerprints in the story. It also means the revelation of that which is hidden. How there were people in the story of the Megillah, my friends, who were hidden, whose essence, whose true power, whose true story, unfortunately, only came out in the most difficult of circumstances. You see, Esther is just a regular girl. She's kidnapped off the streets. She's traumatized. She's raped. People don't realize that this story is a forcible grabbing of a woman off the streets. Some say even that Esther was married to Mordechai. She's grabbed. She's taken against her will. The guy says, what can I give you, Esther, to go into the, queen, into the king? And she says, you give me the minimum possible. I'll take whatever. Everyone else is bathing in oils and uh, perfumes. They want to get chosen. Esther's greatest nightmare is being the queen. She's a regular girl from around the block. Okay? She's Esther from the block. She doesn't want anything. She wants to go home to Mordechai. She wants to light Shabbat candles. The rabbis tell us that when uh, her, she was given her seven servant maidservants from the king, she named the first one, Rishon, Sheni, Shelishi. So each day she gave the, the servants a day name so she would be able to remember in quiet which day was the day of Shabbat to be able to keep Shabbat in the confines of the king without revealing her true character. My friends, Esther is frightened. Esther is scared. Mordechai says it's time to be uh, the heroine of the story. And she says, but I haven't been called. Who knows what's going to happen? Don't you know that it's putting my life at risk? But suddenly another character emerges. And Esther stands up to the plate. And she becomes the woman that she can become. When great people do great things, 
Everyone looks and they say, wow, that guy, that woman, what a great person they were. There's a very famous line that goes from Steve Jobs. It says, it takes many, many years or it takes a very long time to become an overnight success. People look at the overnight success and they were like, wow, yesterday he was a nobody, today he's an everybody. That's not how it works. They hustled for years. They sweat, the blood, the tears, everything they put in. This guy is so successful in business. Wow, how come I don't have that mazal? Rohi, it's not mazal. You killed yourself. You did everything you could. You prayed, everything in the spiritual realm as well. But then it comes true. So you look at Esther, you look at a great person, you're like, wow, what a great person. It's not that they're a, they're a regular person. They're just like you. But then something started, a, a chain reaction. And suddenly, Megillat Esther, a, the revealed, the hidden part of that person was revealed. My friends, all throughout the ages, Jews have faced incredible problems. Murders, uh, uh, blood libels, pogroms, holocausts, expulsions. And you know what? If you'd walked in Spain where our great-grandparents came from, in 1492 and 1493, up until the 1500s, right? You'd have seen Jews tied to a wooden stake on fire, burning to death, screaming, Shema Yisrael, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Echad. A guy who went to church every Sunday but came downstairs in his house and lit Shabbat candles behind the curtain so no one could see, who salted his meat, tried to save the life of his family by becoming a Murano. But when the time came and they offered him a chance to actually renounce his religion when he was discovered to be a Murano, a pig, which is what they called the Jews that tried to hide their identity to save their lives and the lives of their family. My friends, what did you choose time and time again? O Yehudi, O Tzlov, either a Jew or the cross. That's the choice that was given. My friends, you look at that guy and you say, wow, a guy who gives his life, Al-Kidush Hashem, I could never do that. You know what? He probably said the same thing about himself until he was faced with the most magnificent challenge. You know, sometimes we think that God, He sets us up to fail, but He sets us up to rise when he sets us up with these challenges. We are given unbelievably difficult times so that we can become unbelievably special people. So that hidden essence of the person is able to come out to the fore. And that, my friends, is the story of Purim, where a person is being challenged. Hashem is saying, there's so much more to you than you're giving the world. You don't think you have anything more in you as a father. You know, to give to your child. You know, Rabbi, I can't. They want so much time. They need so much attention. I got to work. I got to do these things. My friends, and you know what happens? Barmanan, you get terrible news about your kid. You find out, Barmanan, that someone's kid, unfortunately, he's having terrible thoughts. He's confided in his friend that maybe he's thinking of doing something drastic. All of a sudden, what happens? Daddy finds time. 
And now you go with him to the appointments. And you go with him to the psychologist and to the therapy. I don't have, Rabbi, this kid, he wants this, he wants that. I don't have the money. And then the kid all of a sudden needs expensive medication and therapy. And what happens? And you find the money. My friends, the story of Purim tells us that we've not met ourselves. We've not revealed ourselves. Haman, you know what leads him to his destruction? Is that he wants yes men around him. He wants them to tell him exactly what he wants. You give me the news. I'm asking you for advice, but you know what makes me love you? If you give me advice that I want to hear. You can't spell advice without I. The minute you tell me something I don't want to hear, you're no longer ohavav. Now you're just a chacham. You're a wise guy, or maybe worse, a wise guy. When it comes to someone like Mordechai, Mordechai doesn't mind unpopular, a friend, the unpopular voices. He doesn't mind doing something that other people are going to frown on when he knows it's the right move. How many times, my friends, my friends, is a marriage lost because someone could not bring themselves to do something that they felt was beneath them? How many couples, if they had just done the therapy, the couples that, I don't want to go, if I don't go to couples therapy, it means my marriage, Rabbi, if that's where I need to go, I know it's already over. That's not how it works. Lots of people hit road bumps. Lots of people need to get help. That's how it is. Your child, the kid's suffering in school. My kid doesn't need to go to a special ed school. So the kid will suffer. Because it's not my kid of mine. What are you talking about? Not happening. No, it's the teacher's fault. It's this one. My friends, you have to be willing to do unpopular things when that's the right thing. And that's what we read about in the Megillah. Where all of a sudden, a father emerges that you've never seen before. A husband, a wife, dedicated to giving much more than they ever thought possible. That happens on this day. Today is a day of miracles. Spend this day doing all the mitzvot, but also spend this day praying to God. Bless your children. Bless your friends. Pray for them. Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu listens on this day. And He reveals hidden parts of you that you never knew existed. There's a single person, and they ask me, Rabbi, how could, how could it be that today there's a power for beracha for a, for a single person to find the shiduch? What is it? Hashem makes it easier for them to find me? I said, yeah, that's part of it. But you know what a bigger part is? Hashem opens you up. Hashem makes you willing, maybe to compromise a little. Maybe to recognize that you have a flaw. Maybe to recognize you need to work on something. Maybe to recognize that, yes, yeah, she's tough, but that's what you need. If you don't have someone tough, you're going to flake for the rest of your life. Hashem should bless us, my friends, to accept difficult truths. The Mishnah says one of the ways to wisdom is to love rebuke, criticism, if it's constructive. Hashem should bless us to bring out the most magnificent self that we have on this day of Purim. The, rev- the day of revelation of self, Megillat Esther. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen ve'amen. Rabbi Chananya. Menach Hashem Tzak, Lush Baruch Hashem, Tzak, Lush Baruch Hashem, Tzak, Lush Baruch Hashem, Tzak, Lush Baruch Hashem,